Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today we're reading from Job chapters 10 through 13. Job speaking here says, I am disgusted with my life. Let me complain freely. My bitter soul must complain. I will say to God, don't simply condemn me. Tell me the charge you are bringing against me. What do you gain by oppressing me? Why do you reject me? The work of your own hands. While smiling on the schemes of the wicked. Why are your eyes like those of a human? Do you see things only as people see them? Is your lifetime only as long as ours? If your life was so short that you must quickly probe for my guilt and search for my sin. Although you know that I am not guilty, no one can rescue me from your hands. You formed me with your hands, you made me, yet now you completely destroy me. Remember that you made me from dust. Will you turn me to dust, back to dust so soon? You guided my conception and formed me in the womb. You clothed me with skin and flesh, and you knit my bones and sinews together. You gave me life and showed me unfailing love. My life was preserved by your care. Yet your real motive, your real true intent, was to watch me, and if I sinned, you would not forgive my guilt. If I'm guilty, too bad for me. And even if I'm innocent, I can't hold my head high because I am filled with shame and misery. And if I hold my head high, you hunt me like a lion and display your awesome power against me. Again and again, you witness against me. You pour out your growing anger on me and bring fresh armies against me. Why then did you deliver me from my mother's womb? Why didn't you let me die at birth? It would have been as though I had never existed going directly from the womb to the grave. I have only a few days left, so leave me alone. That I might have a moment of comfort before I leave, never to return. For the land of darkness and utter gloom is the land of that is as dark as midnight. A land of gloom and confusion where even the light is dark as midnight. Then Zophar the Namalathite replied to Job, Shouldn't someone answer this torrent of words? Is a person proved innocent just by a lot of talking? Should I remain silent while you babble on? When you mock God, shouldn't someone make you ashamed? 
you claim my beliefs are pure and I am clean in the sight of God. If only God would speak. If only he would tell you what he thinks. If only he would tell you the secrets of wisdom, for true wisdom is not a simple matter. Listen. God is doubtless punishing you far less than you deserve. Can you solve the mysteries of God? Can you discover everything about the Almighty? Such knowledge is higher than the heavens. And who are you? It is deeper than the underworld. What do you know? It is broader than the sea and wider, broader than the earth and wider than the sea. If God comes and puts a person in prison or calls the court to order, who can stop him? For he knows those who are false, and he takes note of all their sins. An empty-headed person won't become wise any more than a wild donkey can bear a human child. If only you would prepare your heart and lift up your hands to him in prayer. Get rid of your sins and leave all iniquity behind you. Then your face would brighten with innocence. You will be strong and free of fear. You will forget your misery. It will be like water flowing away. Your life will be brighter than the noonday. Even darkness will be as bright as the morning. Having hope will give you courage. You will be protected and will rest in safety. You will lie down unafraid and many will look to you for help. But the wicked will be blinded. They will have no escape. Their only hope is death. Then Job spoke again. You people really know everything, don't you? And when you die, wisdom will die with you. Well, I know a few things myself, and you're no better than I. Who doesn't know these things that you've been saying? Yet my friends laugh at me, for I call on God and expect an answer. I am just and blameless man. Yet they laugh at me. People who are at ease mock those who are in trouble. They give a push to people who are stumbling. But robbers are left in peace. And those who provoke God live in safety. Though God keeps them in his power. Just ask the animals and they will teach you. Ask the birds of the sky and they will tell you. Speak to the earth and it will instruct you. Let the fish in the sea speak to you. For they all know that my disaster has come from the hand of the Lord. For the life of every living, every living thing is in his hand. And the breath of every human being. The ear tests the words it hears. Just as the mouth distinguishes between foods. Wisdom belongs to the aged. And the understanding to the old.
true wisdom and power are found in God. Counsel and understanding are his. What he destroys cannot be rebuilt. When he puts someone in prison, there is no escape. If he holds back the rain, the earth becomes a desert. If he releases the water, they flood the earth. Yes, strength and wisdom are his. Deceivers and deceived are both in his power. He leads counselors away, stripped of good judgment. Wise judges become fools. He removes the royal robe of the kings. They are led away with robes around their waist. He leads priests away, stripped of status. He overthrows those with long years in power. He silences the trusted advisor and removes the insight of the elders. He pours disgrace upon princes and disarms the strong. He uncovers mysteries hidden in darkness. He brings light to the deepest gloom. He builds up nations and destroys them. He expands nations and he abandons them. He strips kings of understanding and leaves them wandering in a pathless wasteland. They grope in the darkness without light. He makes them staggered like drunkards. Look, I have seen all this with my own eyes, and I've heard it with my own ears, and now I understand. I know as much as you do. You are no better than I am. As for me... I would speak directly to the Almighty. I want to argue my case with God himself. As for you, you smear me with lies. As physicians, you are worthless quacks. If only you could be silent. It's the wisest thing you could do. Listen to my charge. Pay attention to my arguments. Are you defending God with lies? Do you make your dishonest arguments for his sake? Will you slant your testimony in his favor? Will you argue God's case for him? What will happen when he finds out what you are doing? Can you fool him as easily as you fool people? No. You will be in trouble with him if you secretly slant your testimony in his favor. Doesn't his majesty terrify you? Doesn't your fear of him overwhelm you? Your platitudes are as valuable as ashes. Your defense is as fragile as a clay pot. Be silent now and leave me alone. Let me speak and I will face the consequences. Why should I put myself in mortal danger and take my life into my own hands? God might kill me, but I have no other hope. I'm going to argue my case with him, but this is what will save me. I am not godless. If I were, I could not stand before him. Listen closely to what I'm about to say. Hear me out. I have prepared my case. I will be proved innocent. Who can argue me with this? 
and if you prove me wrong, I will remain silent and die. Oh God, grant me these two things, and then I will be able to face you. Remove your heavy hand from me, and don't terrify me with your awesome presence. Now summon me, and I will answer. Or let me speak to you, and you will reply. Tell me, what have I done wrong? Show me my rebellion and my sin. Why do you turn away from me? Why do you treat me as your enemy? Would you terrify a leaf blown by the wind? Would you chase dry straw? You write bitter accusations against me. You bring up all the sins of my youth. You put my feet in stocks. You examine all my paths. You trace all my footprints, and I waste away like rotting wood, like a moth-eaten coat. In today's reading, we have a lot of raw emotions. We're going to see this over and over again in the book of Job, that he and his so-called friends go back and forth with a lot of feeling, a lot of hopelessness. We've always looked at the friends of, of Job and we've said, you know, with friends like that, who needs enemies? Job is continuing to say that he has full integrity, that he is right, and that he is innocent. In a certain way, that's true. However, the truth of the matter is that none of us are truly innocent in the sight of God. None of us can stand up with our own integrity, with our goodness, and stand in front of the Lord. It's impossible. As much as we might feel like him, like Job, that we feel like we have done nothing wrong, the truth of the matter is, without Jesus Christ, we are totally hopeless. Job didn't live in that age that had Jesus as an option, as a Savior, and as a Lord. Thankfully, you and I do. I pray that we will give him all the praise and glory that he deserves because Jesus is our Savior and our hope. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.